1: And welcome to the psychic hour. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co host, and partner in all things psychic on Thursday nights, Christy Brower. Hello,
0: hello, hey everybody, excited to be here! Yeah, I can't believe I asked Katie if we should be singing like jingle bells, it's time for the psychic hour. Welcome, everyone, or something like that. I don't know. And I said no. I know. Weird. So then I did it anyway.
1: (laughs) She just found a way to work it out. Because you guys know. We do what we want. (laughs) It's true. The going motto around here is we do what we want when we want. And we hope Mm -hmm. you guys do too.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. We also hope what you want doesn't, you know, injure anyone. But, you know. Well, yeah. Safe. Doesn't violate any laws or consent. You know, stuff like that. (laughs) That's all. But, uh, the little things. We know our listeners. We don't really think
1: that's the case. No. <laughs> well, how's it going? What did you, what have you been doing today? A lot of work, I hear. Lots of live
0: streaming. Just lots of live streaming. I, I live streamed on my TikTok. Then I, I, one of the things I do, you guys, is I produce audio books. And so I work with authors who've written books. And then I produce their, you know, I help them record their themselves reading their books. And so I did that. And then we live streamed on TikTok. And then we hurried to make dinner and then now we're live streaming again here. So, you know, yeah, it's pretty much I have sat in front of a camera all freaking day. It's a weird feeling. That is a
1: lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been making, you know,
0: oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been crafting mostly working too, talking to a lot of clients. Well, yeah, this has been a weird week for people in general. Yeah, it has. Uh, Very low and sad Monday and Tuesday, and then very combative Wednesday, and now Thursday are people just trying to figure out, uh, you know,
0: what the hell to do with themselves. Right, yeah. Yeah, the energy's pretty up and down. I think Mm -hmm. as we are getting to the solstice, things are, you know, sort of one last hurrah on a few things before we move to the solstice and things slow way down.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, Venus went uh, retrograde this week. Mm-hmm. Which uh, brings out some cranky style of energy. So does it? Ah, (laughs) okay, okay, and not cranky in a good way, like cranky our listener, but cranky in a cranky way. So cranky isn't even here to hear that joke. I know the chat. She'll hear it. I know. I know. She'll comment later. I have faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, it's Venus going retrograde, and that's going to last for quite a while. Uh, You know, we're, we're just adjusting to it. I think to that vibe. But yeah, kind of an interesting week. Uh, We're going to talk about the winter solstice tonight because the solstice is on Tuesday and it's a big damn deal. And we're going to do some readings from the chat. So that's what our plan is. But as always, we need to ask the big and important questions. What
0: would you make for dinner? We had broccoli beef and it was really good.
1: Wow. Nice. You cooked that? What? You cooked
0: that? Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm not surprised, I'm just... Okay, it was P.F. Chang's frozen. (laughs) (laughs) All we did was heat it up and make rice. (laughs) But technically, did I cook that? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. That's correct. Yeah. Did you cook that? Do you hear the shade I have to put up with, you guys? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh,
1: That's funny. Uh, we haven't had dinner yet. We've had too oh. much, uh, too much else going on. Yeah. Our, our kids, like, Oh, two of them are getting ready to come home and they just all have a lot going on and whew, they've needed a lot of mom time today. Oh. That's what I'm saying. And it's all over the phone. All right. Well, we want to say hi to Barbara, Ashley, Bianca, Amy, Jacqueline, Jessica, Other Jessica? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Oh, Barbara says, Cranky describes her honey. He's a Scrooge today. Uh, Oh, This always happens close to Christmas in my house, too. Suddenly, my Mm -hmm. husband's like, well, that's it. Turning off the faucet. We're done. And I'm like, but only we're not. (laughs) So how does that work? Uh, I'm hoping that doesn't happen this year. I've been stuffing a lot of money in Venmo. (laughs) So I can do what I want. (laughs) Any criticism whatsoever.
0: Ah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You too in Christmas. I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> Except for that he has made a ton of cool stuff this year. I mean, I, I have no complaints for real, but. All right. Jessica had crab cakes and okra. Wow. Bianca had a Subway Italian BMT. Did you cook that? No.
0: <laughs> that is shade. That is. Katie Weaver shade right there. She already <laughs> it threw it at me. Not. Do not put up with it. <laughs> I was just surprised.
1: I just was like, wow, that's in depth. And we had just had our live stream on TikTok. So I'm like, wow, you had time to make well, that. You're
0: smart and buy PF Changs from, from uh, the frozen section. All you have to do is just warm it up.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, that doesn't suck. That's not a bad idea. It was Let's actually see. really good. Oh, Ashley's husband wins. He bought steak from a local steakhouse.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Uh, Let's see, Amy. Hey, Amy. Hot sandwiches with everything bagel seasoning. Ooh, that sounds (gasps) good. Everything bagel seasoning. The
0: best seasoning on the planet. Aaron. Yeah.
1: Hey, Aaron. And hey, Marnie. Uh, No dinner at Barbara's house yet either. Lauren, better late than never. You are so close to on time. I mean, sometimes we don't even start till now because we're late. So I I, think you're right on time. Yeah. She had a DQ frozen hot chocolate. (laughs) Did you Did you make... I feel that, Lauren. I have these days. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. I, In fact, I told Scott, I, I don't ever go get stuff like this because I try to stay as low carb as I can. But this time of year makes me want a candy cane blizzard from Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah. Because our dad, our dad was an ice cream fool, man. Oh, my gosh. And he absolutely loved... To anybody that would load up in the car with him and drive into Dairy Queen. Like that was his jam. You bet. And my kids got really used to that. They knew all they had to do was look at grandpa sideways and be like, kind of feel like ice cream. He'd be like, let's go. You
0: know, <laughs> everybody in the car.
1: <laughs> After he died, uh, especially around the holidays, they always wanted to go to Dairy Queen and get that candy cane blizzard because he absolutely loved that. I swear to yeah. God, he probably ate one of those every day in December
0: you know well he probably did in the last few months of his life pretty much um ice cream with hot fudge on it was all he would eat I mm-hmm. mean we it's like so we, we got me all that vanilla, vanilla ice cream and hot fudge over there <laughs> he'd ask right. it yeah.
1: out about three times a day <laughs> yes yeah once you know once you're on hospice like do whatever the hell you want right, right. so it was lots of lots of dessert for him lots of ice mm-hmm. cream yeah yeah, yeah. For, or trips to Dairy Queen of course or trips mm-hmm. to Taco Bell he oh yeah, really, yes. really like to go to Taco Bell, and that was kind of it. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't eat very much last while, but no, something like on, that would make him feel good.
1: Yeah, he was on so much fentanyl. I don't think anything, like everything, tasted wrong.
0: You know, yeah,
1: but but not ice cream apparently. So, no. <laughs> so anyway, I told Scott we are totally before Christmas. We are going to Dairy Queen. We're going to get the minis. I have to have that this year. Yeah, I just do. Ooh, it's that kinda, sounds
0: good. I need to get that too.
1: Yeah, Lauren's son had the candy cane blizzard. Lauren, I'm actually relieved to hear that because even while I'm saying this, I'm thinking, oh, what if they don't have it? They have it. <laughs> My God, they have it.
0: <laughs> that would suck
1: a lot. They're, they're really going to be a scene at the Dairy Queen. That's right. <laughs> you better get some candy canes and smash Excuse me, bitch. Oh, no, yeah. that's the McDonald's thing. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Amy had Fruit Loops. Love it that sounds great I mean
0: Eat. it's something
1: Barbara said that's it she's going straight to dessert tonight well there you, you know what did they say life is short well, all the dessert you, live, you, want. You're, you know I think that's dairy. what I heard
0: yeah I, I, heard, <laughs> that, yeah. I heard that yeah
1: yeah so Erin uh oh Erin is addicted to crab cakes and now she's heard this yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice okay Now, what is Brahms? Amy said her favorite treat is a peppermint milkshake from Brahms. We don't have Brahms.
0: Mm -mm.
1: I don't know what that is. It's a place that serves shakes that are awesome. That's what it is. They have peppermint milkshakes. So, hello. Uh,
0: Sounds great to me.
1: Yeah. We'll take it. And actually, we are doing our yearly cookie day on Saturday. Yep. So, we, uh, we do this every year. Have done for a billion years. Oh, it's like a DQ. Okay. Nice. I And, you know, basically the idea is we'll get together, we'll spend an afternoon cooking and help each other so that then we all walk out with plenty of treats, like neighbor treats, you know, work treats, family treats, whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we do it every year and it is Saturday. So I'm way excited.
0: So what are you making? I'm making Andy's mint brownies. That was something our mom always made, everybody's Mm -hmm. favorite. And I am making our dad's favorite toffee, nice, yeah, that sounds amazing. That's
1: what I thought. I am making our mom's uh famous peanut butter cups Oh, or get Reese's peanut butter cups. Have you had Annie's peanut butter cups? Yeah, no you have she not you made really good ones. Mhm, they are so good. So I'm making those, and I am making uh, these cookies i' They have lots of names. They do. Mexican tea cakes, wedding tea cakes, Russian tea
0: cakes. Mexican wedding cookies.
1: They're the kind, like the dough has ground almonds in it. And then there are these little round cookies and you roll them in uh, powdered sugar and they are damn delicious. And we always put either a Marchino cherry or a Hershey's Kiss in the middle.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm just doing Hershey's Kisses because Why? Waste your time with the cherries when you could do Hershey's Kisses. So,
0: agreed, agreed.
1: Yeah. But they're the most amazing thing dipped in hot coffee that you've ever
0: had in your whole life. So, there they you go. are. Yeah. They are made for coffee 100%. Yeah.
1: Basically, from now until Christmas, I don't care about keto or diet or I, you know, it's where it's, this is not the time for that. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, next January's week when I can hardly problem. walk,
1: then it'll be the time for
0: that. <laughs> but, January's problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, Ashley said she loves Russian tea cakes. She made them this last weekend. Yay. Nice. Oh, Jessica loves them with something
0: in the middle. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm curious. Oh, okay. So Lauren puts the Hershey's Kiss in. Ashley, Uh do you make them with something in the middle? Because different traditions make them different ways. Mm -hmm. And call them different things. Yeah. Yeah, they have so many different names. I have no idea what they really were originally, but does it matter? Probably not. They're delicious. Yeah. And what did we hear that Kara's making? Snickerdoodles,
1: fudge. Snickerdoodles, fudge, caramel popcorn. Oh, yeah.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah.
1: So we had to do cookie day at her house so that her husband would have to get her
0: uh, oven fixed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you use oh. pecans and walnuts. Okay. Got
1: oh, okay. Oh, and Jessica calls them Russian tea cakes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Russian tea cake. Yeah. They have a lot of names, but whatever they are, they are good. Ooh, pumpkin cheesecake. Yes, please. Yes. Oh, Snickerdoodles are
1: a favorite in my house, too. But, you know, I, and I think my mom must have done this. It's wrong to me to put them, only put cinnamon on them. They have to have nutmeg for me. I think she did that because that's always been my thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, last time I made them, I realized the recipe only calls for cinnamon on the outsides. And I was like, what?
0: No. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, she loved loved nutmeg, so that wouldn't surprise me that she Mm. used a lot of nutmeg. She did love nutmeg. I love nutmeg. Oh, Mari says Christmas crack and sugar cookies. Oh, that Christmas crack, that stuff that you make in a crock pot, right? I've never done that. No,
1: that's, that's cracked chicken. Well, no, there's a, isn't Christmas crack the stuff that's like saltine crackers with like toffee stuff poured over it? and a layer of chocolate, and then you break it all up, you crack it. Well, there's a thing you do in the
0: crock pot, too, but it's not with chicken. Sake. <laughs> it's like the Muddy Buddies, I guess, I think is what I'm thinking. Just, <laughs> no, that is chicken. Oh. <laughs> Crackers Crockers talking, talking chocolate. chocolate. Okay, you're right. Thanks, okay. Marnie.
1: Thank you, Marnie. <laughs> there, okay, there is a crack sake. chicken. It's like yeah. chicken breasts and cream cheese and ranch dressing powder and uh, what have you, and you cook all mm. that and shred it up and d- eat
0: it. I guess I don't know. Anyway, so that's there, what there I is that as well, but you generally don't <laughs> make that as a as a Christmas treat because that would be weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. No, it's true. <laughs> Ooh, okay, cinnamon sugar pecans, yum! Oh.
1: Ashley says that cracked chicken is so good. Try it in a pinwheel. Ooh. Mm. Well, see, now we might have to make it. I, I make it all the time. The crack chicken? <laughs> yeah. You do? I do, yeah. you make it or do you buy it in the freezer section? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I make it from scratch, you jackass. Man, <laughs> she is just zinging me right and left tonight, I you am- guys. You might have to start defending me. I'm in quite the mood tonight. Oh, JR, have we heard
1: of Trace Leches cake? Yes. yes. Love Trace Leches. In fact, I'm hoping to buy one. I know, not make it. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna buy it in the freezer section. I'm gonna go straight mm-hmm. to the bakery. Uh Christmas Eve, our Christmas Eve feast this year is a Mexican feast. So Kara ordered tamales and I'm going to do my famous Spanish rice. And Christy's making enchiladas. Yeah. They're also famous. They're good. Yes. Yes, they are. I famous. make them
0: from scratch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do, and they're amazing. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you, Jessica. She likes I don't know why I'm
1: giving you shit about this. I really don't. It, I know. It just worked. Nor Amy do I. Said she made cinnamon sugar pecans. Ooh, yum.
0: Oh, yeah. Her neighbor
1: neighbor brought her a bunch of pecans. She had to make something nice. Very good. Very, very nice. You know, we don't uh, grow pecans here. Big surprise, but when we were kids, York, we or had nuts? <laughs> no. So well, cool. we were kids. We have well, we had a grandpa that lived in outside of Dallas, and it was a really weird. Like we have only we had only met him twice in our lives, and that was you know when our grandpa died, and then when our mom died. Like he, well, no, I guess we've been to his house once, but mm-hmm. like we had no relationship with him. But every once in a while, he would send us a package of the weirdest stuff. Because he didn't know us. You know, we didn't know right. him. But anyhow, so he would make a, this really weird ass jerky and send it to us. And we were all like. It was so hot. It what even so is this? Armadillo? I, I don't it. know. It was weird. Anyway, It was anyway, really pecan. Super hot. But every year, we'd get a box of pecans from him, from his trees, I guess. And he sent us something else that we don't have here. A roach. We don't <laughs> have roaches. In Idaho, it's too cold. And he sent us this box with this weird jerky and all these pecans and a humongous dead roach in the box. Our mom was horrified. It was not a good look.
0: (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't want to, like, introduce roaches to southeastern Idaho. That'd not be good.
1: No, we do not. Yeah, no. Oh, Amy could send us pecans without roaches. I know.
0: She would never do that. I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: But every time I, you know, pecans, that's like, unfortunately, you know, someone (laughs) pulls up a picture of pecan. Apparently all I can think of is the roach incident. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's funny.
1: Oh, Jr. said, I want to go to my local bakery and get Italian cookies and rainbow cookies. Oh, nice. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Tis the season. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, Amy's
1: grandparents had a pecan tree in the backyard and they would pay them a penny a nut to collect them. Well, that seems like pretty good pay.
0: Well, as a kid, probably. <laughs> don't be trying to pay any rent on that, though.
1: Well, no. No, but as a kid, it'd be enough for them to take you to Dairy Queen, probably. Probably. Yeah. Hey, Renee. Yes, Kate, food talk. It's too close to Christmas. It's all we can think about. Yeah. And Christmas dinner, I think we're doing a prime rib, I think. I don't even know. Some kind of potatoes and, you know. Whatever the hell we want, apparently. Yeah. Well, should we talk a little about the winter solstice? Let's do. So the winter solstice is on Tuesday, the 21st of December. Uh, That is the same time that a lot of people celebrate Yule. And, you know, not everyone, of course, celebrates Christmas. Some people celebrate both. Neither. Whatever. Whatever. What have you? But uh that is the day of it. That is the shortest day of the year. So it'll be yeah, at least here, uh on this side of the world. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, so if you think it's just getting darker, earlier and earlier it is. And after the winter solstice, it will start to lighten up, though so it won't feel like it for a few weeks. Mm-mm. But Yes, Mary Yule. So that's what's coming. So uh, the winter solstice is a really sacred time in my belief. I love the energy of the winter solstice. I love how sleepy it gets. I love how it kind of puts us to bed. And there is just a little more call for resting more, uh, reflecting more, spending a little bit more time being quiet, I love the winter solstice for that. I love that sleepy energy. Though I can't say I felt it creeping in yet, you know, not this year. Last year, I felt like two weeks before the winter solstice, that sleepy energy had already kind of crept across the land, but this year I haven't felt it coming in yet, but we'll see probably soon. But anyway, uh, we thought we'd talk a little about the way we celebrate and also do a reading, a collective reading for the winter solstice. So, what uh what is the
0: winter solstice for you? You look forward to it? You don't? Oh, I do look forward to it. Yes. Um for one reason I look forward to it because it's the holidays winding down and I I love the holidays, I'm also way ready for them to go away. Mm-hmm. Um but I it's a really important time. I have in January not long after the winter solstice sort of had a brainchild several times in my Mm -hmm. life like this is one of the most creative periods for me Mm -hmm. like I often come out of sort of some meditation and just some contemplation with something brand new like I developed a divination deck a few years ago right after that like I just for some reason this period where you really can go within and go pretty deep Mm -hmm. I always kind of come out of it with something new. That's yeah. good. So yeah, I do. I love it. I I love this time of year. Um, I, I like the idea that we as human beings have to follow the cycles of the seasons, whether we yeah. admit it or not, you know, and if we're in the Northern Hemisphere, obviously, this is the time when things wind down. Yeah. And this is, you know, the trees go to bed and the plants go to bed and the animals go to bed. And we it's a time for us to turn within really and get quiet for a while mm-hmm. and i i i am very much a, a believer and a practicer of following those you know those cycles in the seasons mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i i love this time of year yeah
1: me too i uh, for me there's a couple of um things I wanted to share with you guys that I usually do on my radio show and talk about uh, doing with the uh, winter solstice. One is some candle magic. This is mm-hmm. a great time for candle magic, for writing, for this kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, just, just in going within kind of energy kind of work. So if you wanted to do winter solstice candle magic, You would get a blue chime candle and a silver chime candle. Chime candles are small candles. They burn for about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half, depending on your draft. But this is what they look like. They're small. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at any metaphysical store. They're not hard to get. and They're Mm -hmm. cheap. You'll need candle holders and you'll need peppermint essential oil. So you'll take your candle and... Whisper your prayers and affirmations for the solstice into the candles. So whatever you want to manifest in the solstice, whether it is some uh, inspiration, some creativity or some peace, uh, you know, just some goddamn peace and quiet (laughs) or whatever it is. (laughs) Whisper that or speak it into your candles and then you anoint them with your oil. And the way you do that is you just put one drop on your finger, start at the bottom and rub it all the way up over the wick just one drop. You don't have to go crazy. And then you burn your candles all the way down. And this is an important part of candle magic. You always want to burn your candle all the way down because when it gets to that very last wisp of smoke and releases it, that's the last of your prayers or affirmations being released into the universe. So that's a really easy candle spell, you know, that you can really uh, guide however you want to. But think about What is it you want to do with the winter solstice? What do you want to feel? What do you want to experience? What would be helpful for you? And do the work. And you could do this on the winter solstice, but if you don't have your candles and stuff together by then, it doesn't have to be that day. But that's the idea behind it. And then I always do a reading challenge this time of year. So... Because The Winter Solstice is about rest and renewal, this is a really, really good time for reading. So one novel for fun. One, oh, wow. You have to know how to say the words if you're going to read the books. One autobiography for inspiration. And one educational book to feed your brain. In any order. Or you might just pick one from that list. But that those are the ones that I always challenge uh, my listeners to think about one novel for fun, one autobiography for inspiration, one educational book to feed your brain. So with that being said, what are we reading? Let's inspire each other a little bit. What you got?
0: Hey Renee, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I I'm I listen to books. I don't have I don't know. I've sort of lost the ability to attend I'm mm-hmm. reading books and so I listen, but I, you know, I listen to murder mysteries. Well, there you go.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe a good Agatha Christie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm listening to um I'll tell you because I can't remember I'll look it up. Um if any of you have watched Vera, it's a British show. Uh it's absolutely wonderful. But um the woman who writes her stories uh, her name is Anne Cleves, Writes okay. these British um, murder mysteries that are so they're so great because they're funny as hell. Um, but also, you know, have that murder mystery element, which of course you can see why. Um, you know, I would like that since we are a true crime. So <laughs> Anyway, that's what I'm doing right now. Nice. What about you? I love it.
1: I don't know. I I also have not decided. I am so annoyed with Dan Brown right now that he still has not put out a new book. It's been a few years. Where the hell is Professor Langdon, for God's sake? What? He's been on TV. Well, yes, and he put out a children's book. But come on, Dan Brown, for Christ's sake, let's (laughs) (laughs) go. Apparently, you need to write to him and let him know. Well, he got divorced. And he said that he wasn't going to put out any new material until his divorce was final because he wasn't going to allow his soon-to-be ex-wife to get another dime out of his hard work. But, yeah, so that's kind of ick, but whatever. I don't know what their relationship was about, so I'm not going to get into it, but come on, Dan Brown, we are waiting. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. And I know the author I want to tell you that I'm going to read a novel from, but I can't remember her name. I have a ton of her books on my Kindle and I should have brought it in here with me because now I can't tell you because I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, that's so helpful.
1: So sorry about that. (laughs) Amy said The Phantom Prince is really good. It's written by Ted Bundy's girlfriend. Seriously?
0: (laughs) Which one? Wow. Which girlfriend? That's really interesting. Love it.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Elizabeth says she listens to anything supernatural in books. Right. Oh, Amy reads all the time for her podcast. So lots of paranormal books, ghosts, cryptids, aliens. There you go.
0: Right. Right. Yep.
1: Oh, these guys are saying they love Vera. They watch her every night. Vera is
0: awesome. So Ann Cleaves is, yeah. Vera is based on the books by Anne Cleaves and she's got a bunch of them. They're really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Lauren said, I read the most amazing book for my class uh, called Tell Them Who I Am. It's actually an anthropologic ethnography about the female homeless population in D.C. in the 70s. Wow. Oh, wow. I bet that is sobering and interesting. Yeah, I bet it is. Yes, Erin, we have gotten snow, snow, snow and yes. some more
0: snow. We surely have, yeah. which is awesome. We're getting
1: We're going to have snow for Christmas, maybe.
0: We lose, oh,
1: it's not going anywhere. We're not even supposed to get over 30 for the next who knows how long. So this snow's yeah. not going anywhere. No. Uh, going anywhere. Barbara's listening to the body keeps the score. Nice. Mm. Okay, very cool. I really feel like Renee A, I know you know which author I'm thinking of because I'm pretty sure you uh, recommended her to me in the first place. So just uh, oh. on that note. She's the author of, I'm going to figure this out because now it's bothering me,
0: and I really mm-hmm. like her. I think she's the, Oh, Ashley, you, the, you got a tornado in Minnesota? Oh, did she? Oh, no. Oh, is everybody okay? The stuff in Kentucky has just broken my heart. Yes.
1: Nora Roberts.
0: Oh, Nora.
1: Oh. Nora Roberts. Okay. That's who? Yes. Uh, the Three Sisters Island Trilogy, if you guys haven't read that, for a novel. That is three mm-hmm. books, not one, but love her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Ashley, I hope you guys are okay. That's really scary. I know yeah. there's been a bunch of them. Anybody else be affected by the tornadoes?
0: Yeah. I don't know specifically if we have any regulars that are in Kentucky, but gosh, I hope you guys are okay.
1: I know. I was just thinking that too. Oh, no one
0: injured. Oh, good.
1: Yes. That's so scary. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amy said they're supposed to be in the 70s on Christmas. Renee said uh, 64 where she's at today and tomorrow. Yikes. Yeah. Nora Roberts is great. I agree. Yes. I'm glad I remembered something that I could use to look up her name. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. The... (laughs) Yeah. So we thought we'd do a collective reading. So Christy, you're going to pull a few cards from the, what have you got? I have got the you cannot hold
0: on to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the microphone I keep getting too close to. Uh, This is the Divine Feminine Oracle. This is my new favorite uh, goddess deck.
1: And I'm going to pull a couple of cards from the, uh, oh, not this one. (laughs) This is the Samhain oracle that's in front of me. You guys don't know. Oh, probably we don't need any
0: Halloween cards right now. No. You're in Tennessee and we had some close by about two hours from Murray, Kentucky. We flooded here in August. I had no damage. Oh, oh gosh, gosh, Jessica. I'm glad you had no damage, but that was right. terrifying, horrifying. 50s and 60s in Arkansas. Highly unusual. Yeah. It had Somewhere. been that way for us too until just a few days ago. It's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. So,
1: well, my daughter that plays softball, they have been on the field. They were on the field until Tuesday. Oh my gosh, that is unheard of to be still on the field at this time of year in December. Never, never Salmon is good all year. You are totally correct. But I have my Yule cards (laughs) that I was going to read with. So I'll do that.
0: All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So I did a just a three card situation action outcome spread for all of us around the Yule. Okay. So we're around the solstice or whatever you want to call it. So the situation card is. Uh, Sarah Lacali, this is the Queen of the Outsiders. This card says, I am where I am, always meant to be. That I am, me, inside of myself, is always where I'm supposed to be. And that I'm always in a place of love. So it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. It's what you have inside of yourself. That's the situation. Your action is the goddess of all that flows. She is uh, Yamoja. This is about trusting your creative energy and really just letting something flow out of you. Kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Your outcome is Mary Magdalene. Um, I am fully human and fully divine. I love that message, that idea that you can be both. Yeah. Because you can, it's possible uh, to be both fully human and fully divine. So letting that creative energy flow through you right now brings you a place of acknowledging your divinity while also giving you what you need as a human because we all need that creative outlet yeah i love that yeah
1: well i pulled a few cards just asking what drives our inspiration this time of year and the first card i pulled is cardinal medicine And I really love this because so many people see cardinals when people that uh, they love that have passed are near. I have a friend who, since her dad died, she has a male cardinal that uh, shows up on her front porch almost every day.
0: Oh, my gosh. How cool.
1: So, cardinal medicine, I don't know how she will read these. Maybe we will.
0: They're so small and I can't see. You mean you're admitting that you need glasses?
1: Just because these eyes are 44 years old. I really can't see that. Does fine. in
0: fact mean
1: that they need oh. glasses? <laughs> it's just kind of dark in here too, but yes, I probably need glasses. excuses. I don't know. I'll tell you what though. I have tried. I've tried reading glasses on at the dollar store multiple times. And they don't seem to do a thing for me.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, that's not generally how you deal with this problem. <laughs> they have these special doctors. They're called eye doctors. <laughs> and you go to them and they help you figure out what the hell's wrong with your eyes and help you see.
1: I see what you mean. See what you're saying. Yep. yep. Now I'm giving <laughs> her some
0: shit back, Ashley. You are that's right. True.
1: You know, one day I was in the dollar store. And I was trying on glasses and like just trying to read something to see if it made a difference. And I hear someone say, "Well, hi, Katie." And I turned around and it was our friend Josh, that's an eye doctor. <laughs>
0: Do you need to make an appointment. No, he's. I was like, "Hi, Josh." <laughs> <laughs> I
1: said, "I uh, I, I was kind of wondering if I need reading glasses," and he goes. I send people in here for them all the time. They're cheap and then you can just have a bunch of them around and lose them and it, you know, it's fine or something. But I was so embarrassed. <laughs> he, however, was not buying reading glasses at the dollar store. <laughs> I didn't funny. buy any either. I didn't want to be that guy. Okay. So, but so the question was what inspires us over the solstice? So, those that have passed. So, on that note, talk to them tell their stories maybe write their stories but use those that have passed uh, you know as some inspiration for your projects moving forward or just for your basic inspiration moving forward and then the second card is snow can do <laughs> I'm not sure Finally got it. About it but no the idea of the world being quiet I was reading mm-hmm. the other day, and unless you, you know, live in a snowy place or have been in a snowy place, you might not uh, know what the silence of snow sounds like, right? But when it snows, everything gets quiet because the snow basically absorbs sound. And so everything is quieter in the world when it has snowed, especially after a big snow. And I was thinking about that in relationship to this card, about the quiet that comes with the solstice and maybe the quiet you need during the solstice. How often do you have noise around you just to have noise? You know, Mm -hmm. that the TV is on in the background. Is it the sound of silence? It must be GB and GB just came back from the new Spider-Man movie. Was it good? Nice. At any rate, uh, that's what I'm thinking about is the silence of snow Or, Mm -hmm. you know, creating that silence in your world or getting more quiet. Yeah. And then the last one was the family card. Drawing your inspiration from your family, your creativity from your family. I think this also uh, easily dovetails out to uh, unrelated family. You know, not all family is blood after all. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really uh, letting this be a time of year that you reconnect to family, that you're in service of family, you know, that you make it about those around you that you care about. This is a good time to do things like visit your old relatives or call them on the phone or, you know, think about those that maybe you haven't seen in a while and check in with them and those kinds of things. I love that. So on the cardinal. Hey, Betty. On the cardinal. Lauren said, when my grandmother passed, a cardinal came by for days. Cardinal was her favorite bird. Yeah. A lot of people that have passed come back, show back up as cardinals. I don't know why. They like Mm -hmm. them a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's see. Jessica said, I have a cardinal that lives out in the woods. Oh, have cardinals all around me. We get to see them every day. They remind me of my grandmother. Oh, I love that. Mm Okay. Okay. Yeah, Lauren said she loves the quiet from the snow as well.
0: Cranky is here.
1: <gasps> we made a
0: cranky joke earlier and you weren't here to hear it.
1: I know. Yeah. I said, you know, we were talking about people being cranky and I was like, you know, like not good cranky, like our cranky, but like bad cranky. You know? Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Renee said, I miss that silence, the smell and light. Yes, the smell of snow. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: It's very distinct, isn't it? It's different. Yeah. And the light, the way that the light comes in through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, unless
1: it's below zero and you're walking on it, crunch, crunch. That's true. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's yeah. not so quiet. For sure. All righty. So there you go. So I think with this solstice, you know, we're going to read or listen. We're going to be quiet. We're going to take it in. The the solstice energy, we're going to try and, I'm going to challenge everybody to work a little bit more on meditation, getting some quiet, you know, downtime every day, or Mm. maybe some true meditation the other day.
0: Oh, you had snow thunder. That's Mm. so cool. We get that sometimes too. It's so cool. It's amazing.
1: Well, and they had, let's see, who said when they had the tornado the other day, they had had 11 inches of snow just a few days before that.
0: Oh my God! Eleven inches? Wow!
1: Yeah. So is that a snow NATO?
0: A snow NATO, <laughs> maybe. You've heard
1: of Shark NATO, but have you
0: heard of Snow NATO? I well, I have because we live here. But um, <laughs> oh, the yeah. sky was purple. I bet. Oh my gosh! I bet that was thunder amazing. snow is so cool, and we get it occasionally, mm-hmm. maybe maybe once a year. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, me too. Me too. And it's hard to see that kind of the sky out
1: my windows because of all the trees in my yard. I mm-hmm. always want to take a drive so that we can really see it. And Scott's always like, no, <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. There's a big storm out there. What are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, GB's in a massive windstorm. JR said it's 60 in New York City right now. Wow. Oh, that was in Minnesota. Yes. Send us some pictures. We want to see it yeah yeah oh,
0: you know, please do never
1: seen a yeah thunder snow until now we had a couple last year that were
0: doozies awesome. it's so cool it just oh my gosh it's my favorite yeah. thing mm-hmm.
1: well wow, we thought that we would uh oh they had a snow quake nato there one year where amy lives what whoa a snow quake nato oh yours was in utah elizabeth oh wow oh you know what I think I have friends in Salt Lake that said that on Facebook too. I think I do that. Cool. Yeah.
0: Thunder sleet. Yeah. Thunder sleet. Sure. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll
1: take all of it. Mm-hmm. Now we'll see your pictures. That's enough. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we don't need a snow NATO or a snow quake NATO. No, um, we don't.
0: I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all all right. I might bring it on. I, no
1: doubt. What are you talking no. about?
0: No, no, no. I can certainly be pulling some uh, goddess cards for people if they would like.
1: Yes, we have one in, uh, yeah. So we have 15 minutes left and we thought we'd do a few readings out of the chat. So if you would like a reading or some energy work, let us know what you're working on, what you would like to uh, ask about, and we'll get on it.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going to be pulling some goddess cards for you.
1: Yeah. Ashley would love a reading. You want to pull a goddess card for Ashley? How about you do readings and I'll do energy work? We'll just. Okay. I don't know what that means, but split gotcha. it up. That, that's what that meant.
0: Gotcha. All right, Ashley. This is Rita of Kasha. She's the patroness of impossible causes. I love this. This is a reminder
1: patron of impossible causes.
0: Yes, the patroness of impossible causes. This card is always a message to not give up that things that feel impossible aren't, and to remember to use your intentions, your prayers, your meditation to um you know put your wishes out there even if they seem impossible. I love that, yeah i might need her tattooed upon my body yeah. i know i yeah i love that i did not know there was a patroness of impossible causes until so i got these cards and i was like dude that is me neither so cool.
1: jr needs energy work uh amy would love a card so i'll turn you loose on that and i'll
0: get going on jr All right amy let's see for you i have uh rabia the queen of saintly women it's a reminder that you are always in service of divine love if you can see everything that you do as being in service of divine love whether it's for yourself or other people then you're definitely in the right place i just love that message i just think that's really that's really beautiful and true yeah that you're always going in the right direction if you're in service of divine love
1: yeah i love that so jr you have a pretty good cord in your throat chakra and your aura is really heavy. So I'm going to pull that cord out of your throat and I'm going to uh, clear your aura out and just lighten you up. So I'll do that. Uh, and Christy, in the meantime, if you would like to pull a card, uh, I'm sorry, if you'd like to pull a card for Elizabeth, like Elizabeth. that would be great.
0: Yes, you bet. Elizabeth, for you, I have Kali, the mother of the universe. I release all that doesn't serve me. It's time to be the truth of who I am. It's time to be the truth of who you are, Elizabeth. What are you holding back? What have you not been fully honest with yourself about and other people? What parts of you do you hold back? It's time to be open to sharing those things about yourself. Super important. There's a lot of that being... That energy right now, I keep seeing that message coming up for people that I read for on a regular basis that, you know, you can't sit back and and hide parts of who you are anymore. It is time to step as far out into the world as you can with the truth of who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do some energy work for Amy A. Christy, do you want to pull a card for Marnie?
0: Marnie. Yep. Here we go, Marnie sorry this okay Catherine Labore is the patroness of miraculous healing I am worthy of the miracles meant for me ooh Marnie that worthiness word time to work on that see yourself as worthy of miracles see yourself as worthy of love time to kind of ferret out anything that's affecting your ability to believe that about yourself sometimes Marnie our beliefs really guide that kind of information and tell us what we're worth and what we're not, because those are things we're to- that were taught to us when we were children. So now is a super, super good time to just remember that. And, you know, if you have any questions about yourself around worthiness, first identify where did that mess, where did those beliefs come from? Did they come from you or was that from someone else? Because if it was someone else, it's not even your belief. You don't have to accept it. That's a big one. A really big one. It is a very big one. So Amy, I had
1: so much pressure in my head when I felt you. Like ears ringing, jaw clenched, third eye slammed shut. Like a lot of pressure in my head. So I cleared all of that. I went through your third eye and just really pushed it out and open. I balanced your crown. But when I worked that third eye open, that my jaw relaxed. All of this stopped. So that's good. I feel like there was some pressure up the back of your neck, too. So I cleared some worry off of your back and your shoulders that I think will make a difference. And also, again, just clearing out that third eye and balancing your crown, I think, will make a big difference. I put the ethereal energy of amethyst in your third eye to just help uh, support that and keep it where it's supposed to be. Because that didn't feel good at all. But it does feel much, much better now. Nice. Yeah, okay, Cranky would love a card. All right, Cranky,
0: what have we got for you here? Diana, Queen of the Wilderness, when she comes up, it is a reminder to spend some time outside and ground and be sure you get connected with the energy of the earth. But she is also, um, oh, just kind of reminding you to reconnect with your own ancestry. Think about what your spirituality how your spirituality connects now to where you came from can be totally different, can be the same, but to kind of, I don't know, put a little thought into that.
1: Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do a little energy work for Barbara or for Barb. Sorry. Uh, I don't know who you're on.
0: I'm on Renee. Renee. Okay. Renee for you, I have Dakini the enlightened feminine. So these are these are cards from a lot of different cultures. My gut instinct is wise beyond reason. This card is telling you, Renee, to trust your body. Trust your gut. Trust what your body says. Your intuition is right. This can be a validation of something you've been thinking, but it also is just a reminder that as you strengthen your intuition, you'll get to a point where you can really, really trust whatever you feel in your body is the right thing to do. So Barb, you had
1: a ton of chords in your high heart. You get all of these little thought form attachments in your high heart from people who rely on you, who, you know, resonate with you, who hear you, who you work with, that kind of stuff. You had a bunch of them. And I feel like it, uh, you know, you just get those, they get built up and you end up being kind of run down because everybody's kind of leeching off of you. So I went ahead and pulled them all, just healed them with love and returned them to sender. And I need to do a little bit more work to finish up right there. But that's what I was working on. Just sending them back. It's just time to let you have your energy back. They'll gradually just come right on back. But, you know, for a minute, we just restore you to you. So I'm going to finish up just healing all that up in you.
0: Okay. This card also is for Barb. Okay, double Grammy. So Isis, the goddess of magic. Sexual energy is sacred. My pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life. Just the reminder that physical pleasure is also a connection to your spirituality, and you know, don't let that part of yourself go in in whatever way. Uh, yeah. But you know, there's a real connection between sexuality and spirituality.
1: Yeah. Nice. Okay. I am going to do a little energy work for GB.
0: Okay. on? Lauren. Let's see. Lauren would like a reading. Is my current situation going to get better soon or will I need more invasive actions? Let's just pull a goddess card and see what we get. Okay. The green Tara, the Buddha of enlightened action. My soul informs my every step. I do what my heart compels me to do. Jessica. Trust your heart. Trust you about what feels right. Okay. this is not. Sometimes when we're struggling in a situation, um, we can start to feel like we're not in control. We're not in charge anymore. And this is a reminder that you are in charge and to take control of the situation and make the decisions and move the situation forward in a way that feels good to you. Okay. Okay, so GB, uh, what you really needed
1: was an adjustment in your root chakra. You were not very grounded. I'm just finishing that up. But uh, you really, uh, you had a lot of energy building up in your crown because your root wasn't quite right. It Actually, where I felt it a lot was in my right hip, clear down to my right knee. I felt like there was a lot of energy kind of backed up there. You just weren't moving things Properly, so I adjusted that, pulled that energy clear to the top of your head, pushed it back down the right side, and got it flowing right, and got that crown balanced. So you should just feel more balanced, more stable, more steady, and you know probably more energized too. Because when you kind of blocked up like that, you just you get a case of the blahs, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm on Jessica. Okay. Jessica wants to know. I'm on Aaron. Okay. Jessica wants to know if I should be going in the direction of a home party company to give me something to do other than the kids. Let's see. (laughs) This is one of the cards from the original reading that I did. Yemoja, the goddess of all that flows. I am an ocean of creative energy. I give birth to what exists within me. Uh, So, yes, you know, you are an emotion of you are an ocean of creative energy your idea that you want to do. Um, I give to birth, I give birth to that, which is it within me, which is the kids, right? So literally embodies your question. So it's a clear answer, Jessica.
1: Okay. Erin. So I cleared your aura because she said she's been in a slump and needed lightened up, but there was a huge shift on the right side of my neck. Like, something really tight there that finally let go. I, this feels to me like it was kind of, you get these attachments from people that would like to uh, steer your ship or control you. and Sometimes they hold on tight to the side of your neck or to the side of your shoulder. That's what it felt like. And I felt it leave, but it felt like kind of a tight pinch there. So uh, I just think that's somebody in your world that wants to control your, you know, you. (laughs) So I cleared that and just lightened your energy up in general
0: okay so bianca during meditation last week i was led to a, a flaming spirit who tossed an apple to me big goddess vibes what did this mean and so i drew for you uh anetta who is a high priestess i'm one with my soul and my soul is a legacy of love this is this goddess oh um, these are awesome cards they are such beautiful cards i am one with my soul And my soul is a legacy of love. Just a reminder that you are not separate from your soul. We're not separate from the divine. We are all of that embodied. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where are we? I'm on Joni.
1: You're on Joni. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I am on Renee. So Renee said card or energy. So I'll go ahead and do energy for Renee.
0: Okay, Joni, I have for you, uh, Yesha, Yesha Sogal, Lady of the Lotus Born, embodiment is the deepest bliss. My body was made for enlightenment. One of the messages that comes up over and over and over again in these cards is that you are the embodiment of the divine. You are the embodiment of your soul. That idea of separateness doesn't really exist. And that's true for you as well, Joni. That when you are seeking enlightenment, it is not just in your mind, it is in your body. Okay. So, Renee needed some
1: adjustments, like your aura was a little heavy, and I went on clearing that. But the thing that really struck me was your solar plexus. Uh, Your solar plexus is the chakra right above your belly button, it's yellow uh this is your center of self-worth, self-esteem, personal power and it was quite shut down. And I feel like partly that's you. You kind of keep your light uh dampened, you know? You you don't uh necessarily you know, want to be the one that stands out, right? But I also feel like there's just I don't know, lately I feel like some things have kind of shaken your self-esteem up too. So I just worked through your solar plexus and I feel like that might be affecting your stomach as well. And so I wonder if your stomach's been a bit off or not, and that's fine either way, but uh, that was pretty tight. It was pretty, uh, you know, caved in on itself. So anyway, I pulled that solar plexus up. I cleared out some just, you know, old stagnant energy and just opened it up for you. So I feel like that should probably help more than anything. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I am on Red Squirrel, she said. They have been so sad lately after they lost their dog, Ella, in November. Oh, babe, I'm yeah. so sorry. Okay, and Chris, where are you?
0: I'm on Lauren, who wanted a card. Okay. All right, Lauren. Uh <laughs> Xiao Wan Jing, one of the reasons I'm using these cards is to learn their names. The mystic of peace, I am peace. When my mind is clear, the way is clear, Lauren. When my mind is clear, the way is clear. This is like the embodiment of the winter solstice. Get a clear mind. Spend some time alone. Get a little peace. Let this time be a time that feeds your soul. When my mind is at peace, the way is clear, right? Mm -hmm. powerful something we all need right now i know i know i know i need it i need my brain to just shut up yeah no it would be good yeah
1: so red squirrel here's i didn't do anything yet what i want to do i'm gonna i want to do a little clearing for you but i want to clear your space too uh i feel like there's some trauma there i feel like there's just some general sadness that we could clear up and just make things feel better than they have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do both of those things while Christy
0: moves on without me. This <laughs> is for Barbara C. This is Miao Shan, The princess of mercy. Giving is receiving. The energy of the universe is merciful. So giving and receiving mercy. Giving mercy to yourself. Receiving mercy from other people. It's okay to just say you're sorry and move on. It's okay to forgive yourself. Being merciful to other people also means you need to be merciful to yourself, Barbara. Have a little mercy for yourself. I'm still working on Red Squirrel. Okay, so this is Linda, Linda G. Let's see. The Cosmic Egg, the Divine fe- Feminine. I hold the universe within me. And I am a force of ever-expanding love, Linda. You hold the universe within you. That's just a message I want everybody to get over and over and over again because it's so important because we need to remember that we hold that inside of ourselves.
1: Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I cleared you, Red Squirrel, just cleared your aura and your energy body really needed it. Just really, uh, you know, kind of heavy, but your space was so heavy. There was, there's just so much, uh, well, grief there and trauma there. So I cleared it. And then I put the ethereal energy of a clear quartz in that space to just really help light it up. A couple of thoughts. uh, Definitely light a candle in there. Now that we've done that work to just invite the light back, But also if you have or don't, if you don't already think about hanging some crystals in your window, some prisms, not crystals, but like Swarovski crystals in your windows, the prisms so that when the sun shines through those, it sends rainbows through your room. That really helps to break up energy and raise energy. And I feel like your space could really use that just to help everybody uh, feel better. I mean, grief is grief, you know, it's going to do what it does and it's going to go on for a while. Of course, we know this grief changes everything, but we can at least keep the energy of the space broken up so it doesn't feel so sad at home. I like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm on Lydia. Okay. So I'll draw a card for Lydia. I think we're getting there. We are. Lydia, for you, I pulled Inanna, the queen of heaven and earth. I have nothing to hide. I accept all that I am. Nice. Lydia, you have nothing to hide. There's nothing bad about you. You don't have to hold back anything. You have nothing to hide. Yeah. All that you are is divine.
1: I love that. Oh, Renee said yes, stomach issues, and she had an event lately that really hurt her. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Darn it. Okay. okay. Well,
0: Jessica, we're working on from that. Yeah. Jessica H here. Yes. Sekhmet, the red lady. I am pure strength. I honor my anger by giving voice to it. (laughs) Jessica, do not hold that anger back. Express it in some way. Don't be afraid of it. Women can be angry. It's okay. Be angry. Feel how you feel. And express it. Yeah. I give you, I giveth you my permission. Yeah.
1: Anger is an excellent tool when Mm -hmm. you wield it uh, correctly, right? It can also trip you up and give you some regret here and there. But when you use anger to drive you forward, I've had clients over the years that it's my greatest wish that they would get mad. Mm -hmm. That they would finally just get so freaking mad and pissed off at their situation that it would be the catalyst to changes. Sometimes you need that. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid Mm -hmm. of anger. We're so scared of it because what if we do something dramatic and change something, you know, but sometimes that's exactly what you need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The name of the deck is the divine feminine Oracle. And they're, That's I think, beautiful. probably, I've had several different goddess card decks over the years, mm-hmm. and um, I think these are my very favorite ones. They are yeah. so good. Yeah. And they're very, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of diversity in them, which I really like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Joni say that she is pregnant? Oh, well, congrats. Yeah.
1: So exciting. Very did, good. Did
0: we say something about that, Joni, with the cards? Because probably, yeah. I don't remember what your card was. She said that she's pregnant and she wondered if the cards had indicated that. I don't remember her reading,
1: but I don't remember what it said. But congratulations. Anyway, I think we did it. Yes, we did. All righty, guys. Well, it's a little after the hour. We need to get going. So thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Of course, we'll be back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with new cases next week. Next week will be Mm -hmm. normal. Yep you know the holidays on the weekend and then you know so we're not going to miss anything and then mm-hmm. the next week in between Christmas and New Year's for the psychic hour our good friend Kelly McLean is a hoot of a person and an awesome astrologer and she yes. is analyzing the astrology of Alex Cox, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell and she's going to come and give us some uh, clues into who, uh, what, who, what their astrology indicates about them, which I think is pretty fun.
0: That's going to be so interesting.
1: That, uh, Kelly has not really followed this case more than what I've told her about it. So she doesn't have a, you know, unless she studied it now, maybe she has where she's been working on their astrology, but, uh, she's not like embedded in it the way we are. So I think she'll have a more
0: objective look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what she has to say. Excited
1: for it. Plus, you guys are going to love Kelly. She is really oh, fun and funny. She's
0: really fun. Yeah, and very funny.
1: Yeah. All righty, you guys. Well, we'll be back. So, have a good weekend. Be well. Do whatever the hell you want. That's what. What what's our, our model mom. around here. We
0: do we what, do we, what want. we
1: want when we want. That's yep. right. <laughs> All righty, you guys. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you.